Katie Hawkins. Um... <laughs> I've really tickled you there, haven't I? <laughs> I don't. It doesn't take much, that's the thing. Um, what was it that inspired you to get between the four ropes and start start training? Oh, so um, I actually never, you know, most people say, oh, I was interested as a kid and, you know, dropped out and then, you know, got back into it as an adult. I, I skipped the whole getting into it as a kid stage. I have never watched wrestling until I was 19 years old. Uh, so um, for a lot of people, so a lot of people have obviously these fond childhood memories and, you know, doing, you know, um, elbow dropping off the couch cushions and you know those sorts of backyarding um so it's it's you know again all thanks to to James um we just started dating um I think we're about three months in and then he mentioned that he liked wrestling liked watching wrestling or he just got back into it because I think his housemates at uni were fans and the first ever wrestling show I watched was the pay-per-view the TLC pay-per-view in 2011 um that was when Daniel Bryan cashed in his money in the bank and became champ against Big Show yes um and as someone who had no idea what the money in the bank was in the first place who had no idea why the referee let it happen because I was like is this against (laughs) the rules (laughs) what's going on yeah that's a thing that's a good point (laughs) I was like well, I, I was sat there and, you know, just and so I was like, what? I'm not, I know, I know what I'm watching, but I don't know why. <laughs> I was, because when you watch it as a kid, you've got this art, you've got this awe and, you know, the, the referee, yeah. you know, you don't question the referee, if that makes sense. You don't question if the referee is following the rules or not. You, you, you just, you just watch it and absorb it. And as, a, as an adult, when you've got the idea of there's rules and, you know, yeah. it's, it, and, and things change, it, you know, suddenly it's a, it's a triple threat instead. And I was like, God, what does that mean? Um, you know, <laughs> um, I went, I'm honestly, when they started bringing out the, the ladders and he was like, it's a ladder match. I'm just like, please explain to me what a ladder match is. <laughs> I was, <laughs> You know, he, he must have been very confident that this relationship was going to last. <laughs> and to be fair, 11 years later, we've done all right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I, I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was really fun. I kept up with it. I tried to, I was, I was understanding who James's favorite wrestlers were as a kid. We watched some of his old favorite matches. And I tried to keep up with Raw. Um, I, think it was one, I think they only I think it was before it even extended the hours. I think it was only two hours then still. Oh, um, good time. <laughs> I know. So it was easy for me to keep up um, <laughs> at that point. So I was, you know, watching bits and pieces and I, I, I you know, quite enjoyed it. Um, so uh, that was whilst I was at uni um, when I was down in Bournemouth. And then I moved up to Manchester in about 2014. Um, and me and James uh, decided to go and watch a local um, wrestling show because we, we thought we might as well. Um, just a little, a little show uh, called Future Shock. Um, and it was Future Shock was the first ever live wrestling that I'd ever seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's and it was. Worst ever it, indie live show. 
Oh no, this is my first ever live show at all. Um, for me, it was. It, I love but, that. Uh, it's um, it's so I, I, I'm trying to remember the people I remember. Um, the Blackpool Blondes were on it, I believe. I can't remember. I just remember the names. Um, we there was um, Mel Price was on it as a valet. I do remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe with the models um, who had tassels on yes. their trunks and everyone was shouting tassel-tastic. Yep. Um, and then um, Sparks, Nate Reese was on it as well. I remember uh, seeing him and Lana, Lana Austin was on it. Um, I remember seeing her as well. I think it was like, the only women's match on that show. Um, so for me, obviously, I, I remember seeing. I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Um, and I, you know, I was sat. I think I was sat behind um, some uh, some kids who some some kids who were dressed head to toe in John Cena merch, um, who were shouting, screaming, getting. I was like, "These kids are getting into. It, I'm going to get into it as well." And, you know, <laughs> it really. <laughs> um, it, it it was really good for me to. Um, you know, got, uh, it helped me get into it. And I think a couple of weeks later, we went to go watch ICW when they came to Manchester, which for me was insane um, because it's 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 a, it was a massive change for me going from a family show to an eighteen plus show. Um, well, that's it. Oh, it's a big change. <laughs> it's a big change. <laughs> First two live wrestling events, um, and again, it's a long-winded way to go about saying how I got into wrestling and got into training. Um, and we'd seen that um, this is when it was back at Max Gym as well, that there was a beginner's course going on for a few weeks. And James has always been talking about wanting to try it, uh, wanting to get into it. And so I said, you know what, we'll both sign up for it. So, um, you know, I'm interested in, you know, I'll, I'll try it. Why not? We'll see what happens. Um, and he obviously wanted to do it. So I went along as more as moral support and, you know, got into the ring and I was like actually this is it's pretty fun uh so I half expected to not continue after the beginners course um but both me and James really enjoyed it and we kept going and we kept training um so I definitely accidentally became a wrestler it's probably the best way to describe it a series (laughs) of very happy um circumstances where I got into something where I was like this is probably the first um thing I've done physically where I've kind of it just it it didn't really matter what size I was or you know how you know I know cardio is important and I know being strong or uh, and being fit is important in wrestling but it wasn't you didn't have to be the fittest, you know, you didn't have to be the best. You just had to, again, be passionate about it and just want to learn. Um, and I, I found it. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I just kind of carried on with it and it just, I suppose it just got away with me. Um, <laughs> and I kept learning new things and I, you know, I, I'll admit, I don't watch wrestling very often. I do find it difficult to watch it on tv i love going to live shows um and i get really into it it's very different isn't it i don't watch AEW, raw smartdown it's just very difficult to maintain and keep going and watch and watch it takes up so much of your time oh it does it, it does take up so much time as well and mm. 
and when there's so much other things to do and I'm not saying there's other better things to do but I'm just saying for me personally it's just not something I I I have the time to sit down and watch a lot. Yeah. I know I should. I know I should do it to learn. I know I should do it to to keep up to date with current affairs, especially in wrestling and see what's going on. Um, but I, I definitely find much more joy in the doing, um, especially because I kind of accidentally fell into wrestling rather than having that sort of childhood, um, you know, love for it that got reignited as soon as I stepped into the ring. Um, I've got a few yeah, people I, come on and yeah. say similar. I, that they they didn't have that childhood. Mm. I did, so I <laughs> was, I was um, kind of bad. Oh. as a child, and I had so <laughs> many figures, and I mean so <gasps> many. And then I fell out of love with it. Gave away all the rest of the figures. Then I fell back Devastating. in love. Devastating. Then I fell back in love. Oh. And my mum had to buy all of them again. I mean, at least 200 quid. Oh. <laughs> Terrible child. I'm awful. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it was about this. <laughs> I got a suitcase oh. full of them in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting rid of them now. They're yours forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, I think um, I, I think it, it's weird because I think it's very. I don't. It, I'm not saying it's difficult getting interesting. So I think I find um, I I don't know how people feel about the whole people saying you know wrestling is a soap opera uh, because if you think about the storylines, um, you know there are similarities of it being um, a serial um, because there are no storylines beginning end, but it's never like. It's not like you're watching the first season of a TV show and you get to the second season. It's like a continuation of multiple storylines. And yes, they get refreshed every now and then, you know. Um, WrestleMania is essentially, or, or the Royal Rumble or the, um, the WrestleMania are, you know, the, the the Christmas special of EastEnders, essentially. The ones that sort of, you know, it's the big events. It's the, you know something's happened at a wedding you know <laughs> those are the uh, you know oh, wrestling weddings <laughs> <laughs> exactly and um i um to jump in when you've almost got no idea what's going on i think sometimes you do need if you haven't got that sort of childhood or not childhood but that 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 childlike um ability to just sort of switch off your brain in terms of thinking and just watching um which I think kids are very good at doing which is probably why you know, obviously a lot of kids get into wrestling and could just jump into it and be like this is amazing they're fighting it's real um whereas <laughs> as an adult you know you know it's not real so you try and focus on the other things like the storyline and the people and you're just kind of like what's going on what so I was very very grateful to have James explaining it to me um and just helping me along and there are times that I'm just like right what is what does this mean I completely forgot what a lumberjack what lumberjack match was because I, I don't think I'd ever seen one. I'd only heard of them. They were, they were mythical to me. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I've still never seen one. It's like a unicorn. As, um, as far as I'm aware, they don't exist. Because <laughs> I've never seen one. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they're nothing special. <laughs> Oh, I, I tell you what, I'm sure they are to everyone. I'm sure they are absolutely special to everyone involved. But I'm, you know, when you think to yourself, I'm just like, 
are they real? Are these are people just making this up? Is this one big joke on me that they don't exist? Because I've never seen one in real life. Um, <laughs> of course, I am the main character here. You know, this <laughs> is it's the Truman Show, but um, it's the Katie Hawkins oh, show. Oh yes. And we're oh. gonna find out that the biggest joke is lumberjack matches because I've never seen one. <laughs> what a film! Oh, oh that's great. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that would be—I don't know how you do it, but that would be such a gold storyline, like a Truman uh, Show storyline. <laughs> like one person, just to like one person believes everything is real but everything in fact isn't I, I don't know how you'd work it but that would be a gold story though so when you set up your when you set up your own promotion that's it you've got to have you've got to have that one person in mind straight away that that's going to be the Truman you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> banging that's banging oh. yeah it has to be done <laughs> <laughs> I've mentioned now, if it happens, we know someone's listening and uh, taking notes. We'd but Watching you. I've got you. <laughs> on, on record. <laughs> oh, dear me. It's great. That's great stuff. Like, it, it, it does provide a different perspective because, of course, I get into it as a wee little laddie uh, and then kind of around high school time the kind of the main puberty change people look at you and go like oh what's cool why do why do you like that i was like you kind of fall off it a bit because you kind of want to like but that's why i really do appreciate all like you know the people who stick at it and be like uh, i don't care i love it i'm like i wasn't like that i was like in college i loved it I'd watch it week in, week out. But the people I hung with at the time didn't know I liked it, but they'd rip into it. So I was kind of like, okay, I'll I hang don't with wanna... them. But they don't know that I like it, so they're going to keep it that way, sort of thing. Mm. And it was it's weird. And that's back when I used to watch it weekly as well. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's a confidence you definitely learn as you get older. It's the whole, is, is it is it necessarily um, the most important thing to be appreciated, That you know, to, to like stuff that's cool and be seen as cool by your peers? Or is it okay to be, you know what, they don't like it, but that's okay, I do. Um, yeah. And I think I'm, I'm, a little, I'm quite glad I got into it as, uh, when I was older because I definitely fell into that category of I need to like the things that my, that people that I'm friends with like um, when yeah. I was a teenager and I would have definitely if I'd liked wrestling then or any sort of niche sport I feel like I definitely would have been on that line of dropping it because someone else didn't think it was cool um, yeah. saying that I was like the one emo friend uh, so you know, so I was I was already a little bit weird enough anyway so I think if I liked wrestling as well they would just be like who are you go away <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am um... I um I'm I'm still kind of getting there in terms of like doing things like what would other people think or well, what should I do? I'm still kind of getting there because you still do have that little voice in the back of your head. Um, I mean, I recently like, three weeks three weeks ago before I got ill, I did a, a to me drastic haircut. 
I don't know if it is or not, but to me, it is. And then I get ill. So then <laughs> no one sees I'd it. I'd show it off. <laughs> exactly. So um, I like a couple of days ago on like Wednesday, I think it was, or Thursday, a couple of days ago, I don't know which day it was, I um, did it again. A bit, bit more thing, because it's like just that side. And Ooh. that's... Okay, so, I see. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, it's like for me, that's drastic. That's like, oh my god, that is huge because I'm not. I'm not gonna say I'm conservative in that way, but I just, I don't. I've never been that person to push myself and do something like that. Yeah. I've never really been that person. But um, I thought, why not? Like, I want to do something drastic, and it's like. Different people kind of inspire me to do it. Like, I love Ruby Soho at the moment. I, I always have loved Ruby. Um, Megan, Megan lifts stuff, you know, with the green hair and yeah. tattoos and just every, everything's alternative. And it's like, I love, love that. Absolutely. I messaged her telling her that I'm doing it. And it's like, you will want to be the inspiration to doing it. But I just don't, I'll do it. Yeah. Anyone says anything out of that? I... Yeah, I, I, yeah. If I think you've, there's a there's a lot of things about uh, there's, a lot, there's a lot of things there that you you know if if it's something that you try, I think especially with hair, hair grows back. Worst case scenario, if you don't like it, it'll grow back. It's all yeah. right. And mine and grows fast. <laughs> yeah, three weeks. You've already got to get redone. <laughs> um, it's it, it's great to be able to um, have that confidence just to do little things that are. Um, that make you feel good and make you feel happy it, not not regardless of what people think because there's always going to be people whose opinion you value um, obviously I've got yeah. you know very close friends who I'll ask their opinion of things or you know obviously James who I've been talking about him a lot and he's not even here right now so he can't even be like oh stop talking about me um, <laughs> but you know obviously I value his opinion so um, you know I when I told him I want to get a tattoo but I want to get a really silly tattoo and it's my first and only tattoo so what do you think and he was he he was like you you need to if it, if it's going to make you happy if it's if it's something you want to do and you want it does it matter what other people think I was like no I guess it, it really doesn't mm -hmm. so it's always um you know some people may have seen it I have a toaster on my um on my arm um, it is a red dwarf reference. It is the talkie toaster. Um, and it is just, um, I, I have been asked, what's the significance of the toaster? And I feel like, you know, when someone asks you that phrase of what is the significance of the toaster tattoo, you think to yourself, have I made a very bad mistake or have I just tattooed something that I found really fun, uh, from when I was a kid. So I watched red dwarf a lot as a kid, uh, probably too young to watch it, but it's fine. Um, and I got a tattoo and I got a second one. I got, that's why I got the alert in blue on my, uh, on my forearm. Um, again, it's a red wolf reference. And I, uh, I've had a couple of people who recognize the tattoo and that just makes me feel oh, like oh, that's great. It's, it was always nice when someone recognizes it. And I definitely think there's people out there who just like, why on earth has she got a tattoo of a toaster <laughs> on her arm? But it's, you it know, why fair. not? <laughs> <laughs> if you get asked what's the significance of the toaster, like that question, that opens that opens up so many possibilities of you giving them 
the most bullshit answer. Oh, absolutely. Anyone listening to this who has made it this far through all the talk of my music and absolutely rambling about walking, um, if you can come up with an absolutely fantastic way for me for me to troll people when they ask me what is the significance of the toaster, um, please write them in on a postcard. Um, I mean, DM me, whatever. Anywhere, just, any of it. Yes. Tell me how I can tell people about the significance of my toaster without it just being it's a Red Dwarf reference without them knowing. You know, mm. I, I, I'm interested to see what people can come up with. <laughs> yeah, I'm very, very intrigued with that one. Please contact us. Get thinking. <laughs> Carbs, get at it, because I know you'll be watching. <laughs> I know. Get at it. No, that, that would be huge. I, I, it, it just, it's the same with the other one, to be honest. You could just go, if I, if I ever tired, just look at my arm and go, I'm going to I'm not just bullshit. Just pure bullshit. I don't have I, I don't have tattoos that are silly enough to come up with that. I've got three. Um two of them are lyrics and the other one is a really personal one. Well they are personal, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um so I, I've not got any that are like oh, I can just do that. I can just say shit say that shit. But you've got opportunity there. <laughs> I have. I feel like I've well, done like, this on purpose. <laughs> just that encounter, that's it. And then you walk away. And for the rest of their life, that's up there. Yeah. You've left them with that. And then someone else asks and I tell them something different. And then somehow these two people meet and they're like, I was talking to a I was talking to a woman who's got a toaster on her arm as a tattoo. <laughs> it's the only tattoo she's got. It's like, oh me too. She told me this. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Again. Main character, hold my hands up. I am the main character. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yes, I am all for it. Get contact and get thinking now. <laughs> you veered off a bit here. <laughs> Just look. I forgot yeah, what. do what makes you happy. Get the haircut, get the tattoo, watch wrestling and get in the wrestling ring. If it makes you happy, do it. That's the that's that's the be all and end all of that little section there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, in in terms of like, so I as I said, I still think I such a person I'm never gonna see again will think badly of me. Fuck it. <laughs> Sod it. They're never gonna see you again. If they do, who cares? Yeah, I, I, I still, you know, it's always it's always worth a thing of trying to think like that. I think um, ever since I've actually started wrestling a bit more regularly, I've become very conscious of people who I see at different shows or people who recognize me um, at the same show, uh, you know, not the same show, but sort of like same um, company, but obviously like at the next show or something. Um, and, when, and then people are actually like, oh, yeah, um, I I got the opportunity to wrestle on uh, on Odyssey uh, Pro Wrestling a couple oh gosh it must have been a month a couple of months ago I think it was um, and um, you know they said you know we're thinking of that, that you know you're in our eyesight anyway we knew who you were you know we were thinking you know what is there a possibility for you in the, in the future because I was just covering for someone who um, had an injury so for me I was like wait a second they they know who I am already and I'm not used to that I'm not used to people recognizing me as you know as Katie Hawkins um you know the the wrestler who 
um, can do things that they want to have on their show. It's still very odd for me um, being able to make that impact on people and people recon not, not recognizing me, but sort of having that sort of memory and, you know, I'm, I just feel like I'm still a trainee sometimes. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I can, I can put it in perfect terms here, like simple terms for you. Like you are memorable and <laughs> enjoyable to watch. You are. So don't, you. don't put yourself down in the ring. Thank you. I, I, I definitely appreciate it. Well, it's not a problem at all. I, I when, I, in my short time of training before my, I got hurt, um, like my thought process was I, I didn't care if, if I was the best wrestler on the card, because let's be honest, if you're in the, if you're out there with like a, a Sonic Durst and a Joey Hayes, Dynamite or something like that, yeah, they How could out-wrestle <laughs> anyone. They are the elite of the elite, let's be honest. But if I'm memorable, that's all that matters. Yeah, uh, I think it's, it, it is important, I think, uh, to just, if you do something that someone likes and someone does remember you and, and you do something that people quite enjoy, um, again, so um, at Odyssey, um, I... Um, I got told that they, they obviously have the big um, screens there that sort of have a little display going on. It's really cool. It, it, it's out, honestly walking out and having like these big LED screens behind you. You're like, oh, this feels so special. It's so exciting. I was so pumped. Um, but they didn't have anything personal for me. So they only had the, the sort of main sort of splash screen for, for the company. Um, so I walked out and I was like, where's my special thing? What I did oh, instead no. is my I had a bum bag. And in my bum bag, which bearing in mind is like mermaid um, rainbow sequence anyway, I had confetti in my bum bag. Um, so I threw some confetti up instead. Um, specifically, I decided this is it. This is gonna ha how I'm going to make my entrance. Um, and I, I had so much fun with it. I think um, my character in wrestling is... is um, it was described to me, it was, my character was described to me by Chris Brooker as the, um, and I completely agree. I come across with the energy of some, of someone who is, um, like, who has been a fan and is finally a wrestler and just brings that excitement to be like, that, you know, I'm here, I'm finally here, I, I'm just not not just happy to be here but I've worked hard to be here and I'm excited about it and I and I I don't ever want to lose that sort of excitement that people are kind of seeing and the confetti apparently just adds it uh it just it helps me get into it because it, it's it's me making myself feel special um yeah. and uh a couple I think a week after that I was on um prize wrestling which is down in Hereford um, I debuted there and I was like well okay how am I going to make an impact on my debut guess I gotta bring the bomb bag of confetti again uh, so I had confetti there as well and it was great I loved it and there was this absolutely amazing picture where I had just spread a load of confetti I was looking up in the air and my arms were spread out and this someone got this picture of me and I, I loved it and it was a real reminder to me that for me that's especially what wrestling is about and there are some people who 
honestly, they are so talented in the ring. They have charisma. They have the absolute talent that will take them places. They have something that makes them so special in the ring. They do. They can just be like, how would it be really cool to make a move really unique and exciting? And they they'd do it and they'd make it up and be like, how does this work? And they'd be able to figure it out just like that. And that's it. They um, and they have and they're just happy to try anything. Um, but I, you know, I'm still a little bit nervous at some at some things. Um, I may not be the most exciting wrestler, but um, that's going to be my little bit of uniqueness. That's going to be my happiness. That's my fun. You know, I I, I want to go out there, be memorable with my confetti, be memorable with my, you know, my peppy attitude uh, and my big smile, uh, which I used to be very self-conscious of. But I'm like, I don't care. I've got big front teeth. Oh, I'm going to smile. And that's, I, I guess why I always wear, smile. oh, thank you. Hey. It's, it's why I always wear like the red lipstick as well. Just a bit of a, uh, well, let's make it a bit of a trademark. Um, just really having, just remembering to have fun. That picture always reminds me that I get, I wrestle because I love the feeling of having, of, of being fun, you know, not just having fun, but being fun for people. Yeah. yeah I- Wrestling is definitely uh, wrestling is so niche, but at the, at the same time, like in the depths of wrestling, there's so many variants that you could go down. I mean, come on, like if you enjoy this and this and this, do it. If if it res- think is if something it, this this is goes beyond wrestling. This is drama in general. If this, if if it, something resonates with you and you do something that resonates with you, it'll resonate with the fans because the fans know that it resonates with you. If you believe in it's your own connection. character, yeah. It, I think by believing in your own character and really getting into it, uh, you know, I suppose it's the same with acting. If, if you're getting into it and you're believing it, then other people are going to believe it as well. Yeah. So um, you believe you're the big evil heel um and you scowl at everyone and you um and you you you, you're witty enough to have those little clapbacks at them then they're gonna hate you they're gonna hate you because you're a horrible person you're beating up their favorite human being in the in the ring whereas again as a heel if you're connecting with the fans emotionally um which I, I like to think I do sometimes. Again, I, I know there's always things I need to work on. I've only had, I think, 24 matches. Um, and, and there's always so much for me to learn. And crowd work is so difficult to practice because the only way to practice crowd work is when you're in the ring on a mat, on a show. Yeah. Uh, so I've only had 24 occasions to practice that, um, considering how many, how many sort of days I've been able to practice actually working in the ring. Uh, so... Just having that connection, it just, and then again, when people remember you, it's like, oh, I did make that connection, didn't I? I'm doing something right. Yeah. yeah. As long as you've got a connection there, that's something, that's something tangible that you, yeah. you, you can feel it in, inside you. And there's always moments in wrestling, there's always moments. And one thing actually, there's one thing actually do partially partially agree with um with vince when vince said wrestling is about moments um yeah a lot of wrestling is about moments but i also believe that um 
that moment wouldn't be anywhere near as impactful if you haven't been on that gone on that that journey. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> the journey is what makes that that um moment so impactful. And I think as well that what makes that's having being able to have that journey um and the the having the fans there obviously wrestling is for the fans. So um being able to portray that journey and take the fans sort of with you on it and feeling confident that the fans are going to go home and remember what happened maybe at the previous show or at least remind them of what happened at the previous show um, and make them believe in you because they remember the journey that you've taken that builds up to those big moments. Um, that's, I think, really it's really important and I know it's it sounds very deep and I don't know if I truly ever think about all of that depth of it when I'm planning a match or I I don't always think about that depth of it when I think about a promo because you know so much goes through your head but you don't realize sometimes how much all the little things do add up to one big change or one big moment or one big um uh you know thing um the last future shock show um back in oh i can't get my dates right it's a couple of months ago now i think um, yeah i was uh, a wrestled lana austin um so my first time that i wrestled at future shock was with lana austin and it was um just as she turned heel um and i went out and i got a, i got a chant a kt mostly i've got a big kt on my back of my gear so you know you can't go wrong um obviously she beat me five minutes wonderful came back um I think my first reappearance on there was at the uh adrenaline rush for the women's championship and then I eliminated eliminated Lana um I was against her in a tag match the next show uh with Kelly Van Ness and Lana was with Jenny Jenny B and then finally we got our singles match that was such <laughs> a bang of a match. I remember that. Clearly. Oh, I'm glad you liked it. Oh my <laughs> it was, god. We, so I, I mean, and I think some of the, we we came back, and um, it's nice to be able to talk to the people that you've been in the match with, and they, if they just said, "Did you have fun?" I think just like, "Did you have fun?" Are you hurt? You know, it's always a good thing to ask him. And we just had so much fun. And I think, you know, having fun with the people in the ring. And, and then when I got to actually have that match with Lana at the last show, and it was just me versus Lana, essentially it's the idea that she's the um, veteran um, who is picking on all the, picking on the little kids, picking on the newbies, picking on me. And then I'm, because she's being cocky, I'm able to beat her. And it gets... You know, I, I don't know whether everyone's seen this journey that we've taken, but we were able to sort of portray this journey and just that that reaction that I got when I when I got when we got the pin. It's it's great. Again, it's it's great for me. It's great for it's great for the fans. It's great for Lana as well because it's the idea of it's not just getting over your character in there. It's getting over your opponent's character and their journey as well. Um, I love how wrestling is for the fans. It's competitive, but for the wrestlers, it's cooperative. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's, there's always something, it's something a bit mysterious. I think about wrestling. I sound like such a, I sound like such a knob right now. <laughs> talking about what I'm going to say, but it's, you don't, um, don't worry. You don't, but 
there's always there's something there's you know even though you know how the sausage is made there's always something a little that's going to surprise you there's always something that's gonna I don't know it's gonna sneak out even though you know what spot may be coming next something always surprises you <laughs> yeah I mean I'm you I am usually personally pretty good at figuring out okay this is gonna come up next this is gonna I usually am <laughs> But there are curveballs that like, get me. There really are curveballs that throw me. Like, um, and future shot, Casey Owens here, turn on Lana. Like, m- good few years ago now. Threw the fuck out of me. I, I was just sat there like, I just, I love moments like that. I love, I yeah. love moments in wrestling. And there was a certain moment. Not too long ago, <laughs> and the happy smiley who've been talking, she's been lovely, hasn't she? She's been such yeah. a sweetheart. She's been lovely. That chair shot on oh. Helena Razor. My my friend, <gasps> my friend, Helena Razor. Sorry, she deserved it. Ah. <laughs> uh. I, I need to, we, we need to talk about that. We need this. to just talk about that. So, <laughs> um, again, this is the whole, it's it's the journey that's built up. Um, so, Helena. beautiful, that journey, may I say, I do apologise. No, I know. It was phenomenal from start to finish. Thank you. It's um, the the video that um, Steve Bibby, um, who, yeah. who runs LWF, he created the video that played just before my entrance recently, uh, when I first um, then came out with Heel. He showed that to me and I was like, I obviously I was there for every single show. I was there for every promo. I was there for everything. But actually seeing it all put together like that, I was like, this is, this storyline has in the same way that when I listen to instrumental music, I see the story playing out in my head. He's he's seen the story play out in his head and he's helped being able to orchestrate the story with, with me essentially in the center of it and things happening around me or me interacting with other people to build it all. It was absolutely um, incredible to be a part of something like that uh, and to be, you know, the main character in that story, essentially. Um, yeah. So... So yeah, well, it's um, when uh, Helena and Kelly uh, came uh, were on the most. It was on the first show back after COVID uh, for LWF. Um, I was actually in the crowd. I uh, bought a ticket and watched that show, um, just because you know. Again, it's uh, I had a lot of friends who were on that show, uh, wanting to support them. And then I was like, immediately, as soon as I saw, I sat down in the seats and I saw the first match and I was just like, I've got to, I've got to get back into LWF. I had such a good run before COVID and I just wanted to make sure that I kept up with that. And then when I came in and I thought to myself, right, I said, I said, I said to Steve, I said, I have been a face for all of my matches before, um, before COVID, I would like to turn heel. Um, and he was, uns- and I think uh, they were unsure to begin with. And then I'd done a few, uh, done a few training sessions with them, and I showed them how I could be as a heel and learning. Obviously, always, always learning. And they said, "This could be great. This could be incredible." 
and because they because they've been able to actually build a really decent division women's division in LWF as well they've got so been able to get so much female talent in LWF it's been a I've been able to they're just like brilliant we can create the story we've got people to have storylines now we've got we can have a women's division and not just be like oh it's a woman wrestling in a like a an eight-man tag and it's just one woman in it, it you know I, you know there's actual substance and it's it's great yeah. to be a part of that um and it was just built around the whole me and helena she was my first match back after coming back she beat me i then had kelly she beat me i then had a six-man tag with kelly and helena and i took the pin i then was meant to have my amazing moment with uh lana rostin um because we were originally meant to be booked me and lana were meant to be booked to the singles match i think it was april 2020 we all know what happened then um but then due to injury um helena uh was the special referee and it became a triple threat between me lana and tonga and then i don't think i did i did i i wasn't that that no i wasn't in a match in uh January and then February we had the Lancashire riot which is when after everything that I'd done for the women's division in LWF I was wrongfully eliminated by Aurora and and oh I think Jenny Jenny also eliminated me it was a joint attempt I tried to give Helena all the opportunities she could to to beat Jenny did all she could. I saved her from the chair. She didn't care. I was done. I was fed up of being, I was, you know, I'd been on this journey and I keep saying the word journey, you know, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to start singing. Um, I don't stop believing in a second. This is, is, that's, that should really be my theme song. Um, Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I've done karaoke twice in my life and it'll uh, it'll stay it twice um, <laughs> and I'd I'd been wronged by so many people I was fed up and it's all these little moments during these matches that I'd had of finishing a match and sort of scowling at someone someone getting a picture of me doing a promo that gets aggress- more aggressive and aggressive and I think when I came out for the uh, in January when we did the sort of summit to uh, demand that the Lancashire riot rumble actually be for the women's division instead um, I actually got a boo I got a couple of boos when I came out and I was like oh this is working something I'm doing here is working because I'm meant to be having this long heat long long suffering face turning into heel and I'm eventually getting booze because I'm a bit of a tweener at this point mm-hmm. and then yeah. I had this chair to the chest I had it and I was I was like oh people were shocked people were just like yeah I could see it coming I was like I'm glad you could see it coming because that was the point <laughs> we, we built it to, to have it coming but I still got the the kids the kids hated it they hated me. I'm a horrible human being. I am. I'm truly awful. Terrible. <laughs> and my, um, Turn this camera this... off. She... Oh, it's awful. <laughs> there was this moment where, so my family had come to watch me on that show and they live in Norfolk. So it was a long way for them to travel for me to be on the show. And I had this chair and I turned around and I looked at my dad, who I knew would be filming me at this point. He's my dad. He's filmed me in every nativity I ever did. So of course he's going to film me now. 
And I gave him this really sort of like sinister grin. My hair is sort of like I'm sweaty, I'm disheveled and I've got this evil grin on my face. And he got like a video and a screenshot of that moment. And it was just, um, and I thought, this is it. That's that's my little moment. That's it. It's It was great. Um, I've got a lot to learn about being heel. Again, I'm uh, very, I'm used to being really bubbly and really happy. Yeah. But I've now got to be mean and evil and I don't care about anyone or anything I'm in it for myself no more no more playing nice just fighting hard you know <laughs> I can't even say that without laughing and smiling <laughs> <laughs> say one yeah. thing I love about the entirety of it is after the show after and your entrance when they did the whole that video package, baby, my friend? Video oh. package was no oh, beautiful. Oh, it was, it was great. I, 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 I could not have been happier with it. Um, again, it was, it was all, it was all Steve doing. He, he made it and he sent it to me, and I had to give myself, oh, I'll give Fred it later to watch it. And, um, and you know, a little secret. I wasn't actually. Uh, I only we only decided to do a chair shot. Um about five minutes before doors opened <laughs> okay so you, that was the first time i had ever hit someone with a chair uh, in the ring and I, I think that's the thing i was most nervous about um yeah i and i i had an amazing moment in that match when aurora jumped off she should have crossbody and i caught her but i stumbled and fell backwards now we'd practiced this, thankfully. This is the one thing we practiced. And I did I did my best undertaker sit-up <laughs> with her in my arms still. I stood up. Honestly, I have never like screamed so hard in my life because this is especially, I guess this is what I go to the gym for, is to pick people up and throw them over the top rope. Um I I think that's the biggest pop I've ever I've ever noticed. Um and I, I've never me. felt more proud of myself. Thank you. Oh, it's just so tough it, about it. Then, it did, it popped me. It was quite that was great. I, and I think the um I it would have been great if you caught on stage and like that, but I think it worked better had you stumbled like... down and then that just back that back up. That's yeah. the bit that got everyone that was like, nope, sod you and getting back up. She, she it was, was she... so good. Aurora was so great to work with. I, I pretty much did. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much just worked solely with her at, at that point. She was so great to, and I've never really worked with her before. And I was just like, okay, new person. We're good. We're good. We, we are feeling confident in ourselves, Katie. And I, I'd love to work with her again because um, it was it was it was really fun. Um, she was just like, I'm going to do this and this, and I'm just like, yeah, great. Hit me. Go for it. Yeah. Jump off the top rope. That fly at me. I'll catch her. You know, she trusted me to catch her, and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> And again, when we were sitting up, she was like, you know, it was it was great. She was really, really fun. I had a great time in the Rumble um, there in, in the riot. And uh, then when I got the chair and there, there was a moment when I was holding this chair, I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I've got to do it now. Uh, I've got this is this is my moment to be evil and evil, Katie. This is the <laughs> darkest timeline, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was very, very nervous and I did it and I was like, I couldn't, I, I couldn't believe I'd done it. I could Held not it. believe it. 
and then I ran out and then I ran out of the I exited via the main entrance which I don't think people expected me to do because there were a lot of um, other wrestlers watching from the entrance what was great well I was just like I don't think they expected it because they just stood there and I shouted move at them um and then I was just like I bumped past them. I think I jostled someone's drink but that was it was fine uh and then oh. when I turned around the, I turned around the corner I looked back uh still got my chair Obviously, it's all wrestlers, so I'm just like, was that all right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to do the chair now. <laughs> that's what I, I loved um... about your entrance post heel turn. The show after, yeah. that's what I loved about the entrance, where you came out with the chair, but you didn't just come out holding it. You're like, you're like, like clutching the chair, like, this is mine. This is mine, oh, yeah. It was so good. And the lipstick as well. My mum was hit yeah. with it, didn't mention the lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's the um, it's it's the little things that people are are, are noticing and recognizing, and um, people are, I think people people are believing in me. I've got bookers who are having me back. I've got wrestlers who enjoy working with me, and it's it uh, and obviously fans who enjoy watching me and, and noticing these things. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm okay at this. <laughs> Having someone, again, it's having someone believe in you and it helps you yeah. believe in yourself. You're on the road. You're on the right path. People are believing in you and people are wanting you on shows. Mm. And why not as well? Like that, that, there's nothing better in wrestling. Well, I say, mm, I say this, I say there's nothing better than a good hero term, but I am a sucker for a good underdog myself. At the same uh-huh. time, <laughs> at the same time. So um, I don't know, yeah. but um, I'm a big time sucker for an underdog. But that, oh my god, gasp moment! I and when people say the thing is, when people say, "Oh, sorry, coming," the story progression didn't hide it. It was a progression of you over time getting more and more. And more pissed off it was just when it was going to happen when and am I, I going to snap I was saying to my mate this is when it's got, this is when this, over and over that it's going to happen now it's going <laughs> to it has to happen now when's it when, when like my mate because I told him I told my friend I'd mention it like because you were his first body slam all right <laughs> told him I'd mention it so I sat, I sit next to him, I go to, all the shows I go to, we sit next to him. Um, and he's, I, I'm just saying to him, like, that's got to be now. And I was, when you said you got booze, I was one of those people. <gasps> you booed me. It was you all along. <laughs> I admit it. It was me, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> My mate Adam wouldn't boo you because you were his first body slam and you have that connection. And trust me, I get it. I get that connection. I really do because I'm like that with Tonga. Now, still boo her. But I'm like that with Tonga. Like, that connection because I trained. She was was in my beginner's course and everything. And that training, you get that kind of connection, don't you? But um, yeah, uh, yeah, he wouldn't be you, but I did. 
I'm glad I've made a good impact uh, physically and uh, emotionally uh, to, <laughs> to Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, though, just put this time in a bit harder. <laughs> All right. I'll, 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 as I've got him up, I'll be like, this is for Adam. <laughs> Yes. If I remember. Otherwise, I'll be too caught up in the moment. I'll be like, I did it wrong. Let me pick you up again. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do it again. Come on. <laughs> Come on. You you enjoy it, really. You're here, you're here for this. <laughs> ah, he's a good dog. He's a good egg. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's, he's quite conflicted at the moment, so he doesn't Aww. know what to do. Well, thankfully, almost everywhere else that I, I say everywhere else that I wrestle, I think at the moment I'm only consistently wrestling uh, LWF and Future Shock. But most yeah. other places, I'll always book myself as a face because I am, uh, you know, I think I am better currently as a face. I think there are some people who are so much more better suited to being a heel. Um, Tubit, for example, I can't imagine him being a face. Even places I've seen him be face, I'm like, you're not a face, you're a heel. He is um, it's a face, yeah. I, apparently a face at Odyssey. I just don't. I this weekend is my very, very first Odyssey, Odyssey, Odyssey show. And it's 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 in Morecambe, isn't it? I, yeah, I just yeah. I don't I don't get it. I don't. I'm going to a show where I'll be cheering to it. <laughs> I've never done that in my life. Yeah, this is going to be weird. <laughs> there are some people who um, you can very much see as both sort of heel and face. Uh, uh, Big Guns Joe, I think he's, so, he's someone who can very easily go between um, heel and face very Joey well. Hayes. But uh, yeah, but also keeping the same character. They're not yeah. two different people, are they? They're, they're, it's still the same person, but it's, just, it's still the same character, but just one of them's a good guy and one of them's a bad guy. You know, That's the so... thing I always say, like, that's the thing to do. We seem to get wrong, in my eyes. Um, heel and face, you don't. If if you turn face, you don't have to lose what it was that turned you face. You could still be that person. Mm. Just fight the bad guys. I feel like I need to watch a lot of. Um... Bailey I think uh, I think Bailey probably gave me a lot of inspiration for my sort of face character just trying to be just trying to be lovable just trying to be the person that's just so happy so happy to be there and just doing everything they can to try and win and uh, Bailey's heel turn where she cut her hair and she killed the inflatables um, that was it that that was it that was done gone and I, I feel like um her heel turn work is probably her matches that I need to watch those because that's I feel like I my character resonates a lot with her. Um you know did everything they could to be liked, to be loved by everyone, but that's it. The time has come to not be nice anymore. And that's what I need to at LWF anyway, the time has come for Katie Hawkins to not be nice anymore. She's got dark eyeshadow and dark lipstick now. She's got her hair tied back and she's in a black gear. That's it. It's no nonsense, Katie. Whereas on uh, Saturday... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, um, on Sunday um, at Future Shock, um, 
uh, which is sold out at the Guildhall. I absolutely cannot believe it's a sold out show. I am so mm. excited. Amazing. Uh, that's a uh, Red Gear, Good Girl, Happy to Be There. Uh, just red, yeah, bright red, just playing with the big, you know, a little bit of the underdog there because let's face it, who's in that ring would be? I've got Lana Rustin, I've got Alexis Falcon, and I've got Gia Adams. I am the underdog in that match, but I'll be doing everything I can to try and stand out. I, um, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little bit intimidated because I feel like I've got to, I've really got to push myself, not just push myself, but like make an effort. I've got to. It sounds bad to say I feel like I need to impress them because I know all three of them are hugely talented women. They are hugely, they are so lovely as well. Like one of the things I think about wrestling is so many people you meet are just really nice people. I think it's it's just, you know, um, it's easy to be nice because oh, so many people are so nice. Um, and again, having worked with Lana a lot and obviously coached, she coaches me at the moment. Um, and um we had a session recently that she you know she's like right we need to you know help you with the heel work and we worked on things for me and I was like I, I feel like she's invested in me um you know and she is with all of her students she um she she wants to see people do better and and yeah. I think that's the real makings of a good coach is is someone who can see your potential and believe in you <laughs> I feel like this is a real running theme of this yeah. um but she does she does genuinely um believe in her students uh and uh when she nitpicks it's because you're doing everything else right you know in yeah. the same way that no matter how many years you've been training no matter how many matches you've done there'll always be something new to learn because wrestling is always changing wrestling is always evolving the yeah. fans want something different from every single promotion you go to um the fans will want something different um, you can't have the same character on LWF as you can on Catch Catch Pro Wrestling. I feel like yeah. there are two very different crowds, and that again, it's not a bad thing because there are you know wrestling fans go to different shows for different things, exactly. and it's so important to make that differentiation. And then, but then that also means that your character may not work everywhere. So you either got to adapt, or you know, you know, you, you do need to adapt because. I I I, talk, I say this as though I'm some sort of veteran, and I uh, I'm not. I'm still learning to adapt, which and I'm still learning to have the confidence to approach people to say, "Hey, I'd really like to wrestle on your show." Um, yeah. But we will get there. We will we will get that confidence, and we will work on being darkest timeline, Katie, as long as be, as well as being uh, the play nice, fight hard, Katie. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's. Getting those reps in, that's all it is, getting those reps in. And to be fair, if you're wanting to learn how to work heel, who better than Lana Austin? I mean, right now, she is absolutely killing it. Her crowd work being heel is something to absolutely look look up to. Her crowd work Admirable. and her aggression yeah. is phenomenal. She... Yeah. Uh, yeah I you, you can genuinely tell that she puts that she switches it's like she switches off from being Lana the the, the person and becomes Lana Austin the wrestler um yeah. it, it's almost like they're two different people because you know even though they're you know the same person it's just it, it I do I do her I, I every her headbutt every time whether I'm taking it or seeing it 
it's per a roaring forearm perfect lovely beautiful I love it I love seeing it it's and again it's just making almost like simple things like a roaring forearm and a, and a headbutt you know is that the most technical probably not but you she makes them look like you've just been hit by the RKO the you know the stunner and um I can't think of any that the F5 all in one you know yeah. it's it's <laughs> I was yeah. talking to one of my friends who's training and he's going through different moves he could, like, you know, to potentially do and things like that. Could I do this? Could I do that? And we're going through moves. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm very happy to help out. Very, very happy. Um, so we started off on the same uh, beginner's course. So uh, we started the journey together. And yeah. I said to him, like, you can bring up so many different moves but don't worry, like, don't forget a move is never the just as, sim- as simple as just that one move. Like, you can do that move in a million different ways. Just innovate it, tweak it a bit, and it's yours. Yeah. There That's are some it. people who can see something and be like, I'm going to make that different and I'm going to take that. Uh, I did a... Um... I helped out at one of the beginners sessions um, once and so, where, when Sonna Derson was taking the session. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, uh, me, him, and I think there were two others, or one or two others who were training, who were also helping. We sort of hung around and just sort of like, you know, just going through things in the ring a little bit, just having a bit of fun. And I was practicing something that I wanted to try, um, as, um, a, an evolution of my backstabber. Um, yeah. And I tried it and it worked and it worked really well. And then Sonna said, well, I'm going to do something like that but I'm gonna do it with a vaulting over the ropes as well and I was like well okay then you go and have to take something and make it really big (laughs) but even though technically it's the same move it's one is more suited to something I do whereas this is something obviously much more suited to what Sonna would do it's it's exactly doing the same thing but making it you Um, and as long as you know who you are um, then I think that really helps, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it sounds a bit like, a bit off that, but it is true as long as you know who you are in the terms of wrestling, like your character, your what you would do in the world of professional wrestling, and it does make a lot of sense. Yeah, it really does. Um... <laughs> I didn't expect for us, I, I, I don't know, I, just, I didn't expect for us to be talking, for us to, like, the, <laughs> we haven't talked for a very long dark. time, I know, I've just noticed something like, I need, I think I need to turn the light on, <laughs> Katie Hawkins, Although, yes, sorry, go on, go on. no, no, absolutely, you go ahead, I was just going to say, um, do you have, uh, I was just going to say, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Anything you'd like to, uh, any shows, social media? Uh, social media, so I'm not on Twitter. I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing, uh, <laughs> but I'm not, uh, I am on Instagram. I am KT underscore Hawkins. Um, and the, my next show, um, although it is sold out, um, I think it may have already gone by the time 
uh, this show goes out, but you know, uh, 10th of April, I'm going to be at Future Shock. Um, and unfortunately, I won't be able to attend a LWF um, on the 16th of April. Uh, I have been banned uh, from LWF on the 16th of April because I have violently attacked Helena Razor and injured her ribs. Uh, sorry, not sorry, whatever. Uh, oh. But be sure to know that come May, the next LWF show, I will most definitely be there to make good <laughs> on all of my promises to harm the women's division. <laughs> uh, I'll be back there, LWF in May. So. Sleep with one eye open. Um, all, of them, be all of them better watch out. Jenny B, I, she's got that belt. It's going to be mine soon. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Hawkins, it has been the utmost absolute pleasure. Thank you ever so much. Oh, thank you so much for having me. That was me being nervous that I wouldn't know what to talk about and and then absolutely have not stopped. So thank you for being such a wonderful host and having me on here. I appreciate that so much. Thank you very, very much indeed. <laughs> and um, thank you everyone at home. We'll see you later. Thank you. Oh. Oh, that's all right. My cat just tried, cat just tried to join in at the very last minute, but no, she's gone. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs>